hitting the kickoff on the PointsBet Sportsbook pregame show on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. Peace up, A Town. Welcome in to the Points Bet Sportsbook Bears pregame show. I'm Chris Black along with Adam Abdallah. If you want to join the conversation, 312-332-3776 is the phone number. Your your phone calls are welcome here on ESPN 1000 as we are talking Bears and Vikings getting ready for kickoff on the lakefront. Monday night football, a huge matchup for the Chicago Bears who are 5-4 and four entering this game. The Vikings are 3-5. and five. And if you look at this matchup, really, tonight's matchup will dictate a lot that has to go into whether or not this Bears team has a chance to make the playoffs at the end of the season. If you think that the Bears can make the playoffs, they've got to win tonight's game. If you think that this is just going to spiral into a tailspin and this team will not make the playoffs and then there will be major change in the offseason, then you are looking at the Vikings then beating the Chicago Bears tonight. I think it's that important of a game, that big of a game. I think so too. I think you look at the way, you know, the Lions are performing. I think, you know, you and I said before the season started that the 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 Vikings were going to be the class of the, of the division. We were wrong. It's obviously the Packers. We didn't we thought the Packers would take a step back. They didn't and then you know, the, the, the Vikings would be right there. They've started off, they started off as one of the worst teams in the NFL, right? And they've slowly built their way back. They're now top 15 in defensive DVOA. They're now high up there in offensive DVOA the past few weeks. They've been playing very good football. Now you look at all the other caveats of, you know, oh, Kirk Cousins on Monday Night Football and the, the, the Bears have always had the, the Vikings number under Matt Nagy. And it brings a little bit more to this rivalry that the Bears need to win this game. The Bears need to win this game, not only to save face with the fans, but to save face for the rest of the season. You don't want to go into the bye with this losing streak and then end up having to face the Packers, you know, coming out of that bye. Because we all know Matt Nagy's not that good coming out of the bye. But for tonight, specifically, you have to run the ball. You have to get, you have to have offensive play calling that has some fluidity to it. And ultimately, you is a must-win game. You have to win this game. This is because you still face a lot of your divisional opponents. You still face the Vikings. Uh, you still face the Lions one more time. The Vikings again, and the Packers two two times. So to me, this is definitely a must-win game for the Bears. Points Bet Sportsbook is the fast and easy way to bet on the sports you care about. Download the Points Bet app now and get one hundred dollars in free bets when you deposit twenty with the code ESPN. So here's the question at three one two three three two three seven seven six as we preview Bears and Vikings Monday night football tonight. Which bear are you looking to step up tonight? Who is that one player tonight in tonight's matchup? You are looking to step it up. Is it Nick Folds? We have seen him not play very well at quarterback in the last couple of weeks especially, but at no point here since he's taken over for Mitchell Trubisky has he really looked stellar, really mm-hmm. good. Are you looking for Lamar Miller to get this uh, start tonight and to play well and to run the football well and to help this Bears running game? Or is it the defensive side? 
Are you looking for Roquan Smith to dominate? He's been fantastic so far this season. Roquan Smith on his way to a Pro Bowl, I would assume. That's how good he's playing. Are you looking for Kyle Fuller or Eddie Jackson to make a play? How about Khalil Mack? In these big spots, these national TV spots, we've seen Khalil Mack do damage in the past. Who is the one bear you are looking for to step it up tonight against the Vikings? 312-332-3776. See, that's mean because... I want to name multiple bears, and I don't think that's fair of you to to make me just narrow it down to you, one. You can name a few to give some ideas to our fans. Well, it's just the offensive line. Okay, that's fine. It's just the you offensive say, line. It's you, the position can, group. I want them to perform better. I want them to give whoever's back there at running back at the given time, I want them to create some holes. I want them to actually not be turnstiles and not be, you know, taken by the most basic of offensive of defensive line moves and actually block for a little bit because, you know, the the Vikings have given up a lot. They're 29th in passing defensive DVOA to number 1 wide receivers. That means that Allen Robinson is going to be able to get open, and Anthony Miller is going to be able to get open. He creates a lot of space in general, and they need to give Nick Foles enough time to go through his progressions to find them down the field. They're also 19th in rushing defensive DVOA. So if you can block up front, if you can create holes, whoever's back there, whether it's anybody, whoever's back there and running back, because they're probably going to use a combination of guys tonight, that you should be able to generate some form of rushing attack. So to me, it's it's this is definitely on the offensive line to create to create holes and to also protect Nick Foles. So you know, it, we've seen some quarterbacks go down. I don't want to have to turn to Tyler Bray tonight. That's what I don't want to see. So if the the defense has been playing better for the Vikings, but they are susceptible to certain things. One of them being number one wide wide receivers. And then also the rush. So the offensive line, to me, needs to step up. You know, also, uh, Allen Robinson tonight, I'm looking for him to have a good game. Also, we've seen in recent weeks, Anthony Miller's played well. Darnell Mooney has played well. Can we get the tight ends involved? I know Jimmy Graham has a few touchdowns on the season. He has five touchdowns on the season. How about Cole Komet? Can we get Cole Komet involved in the offense? He will play tonight. Um, How active he is, how many snaps does he get? I want to see the rookie from Notre Dame uh, enter into the ball game and actually get some uh, passes his way. I think that that would help not only this offensive line that needs to play better, Adam, but I mm-hmm. think if Nick Folds is able to use the tight ends as a safety valve to get down the field, I think that would help as well. Mike and LaGrange, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Mike? Hey, what's going on, guys? Um, so basically, I had a question. Um, first of all, all the Bears need to step up, offense and defense. I mean, come on. Um, Got you down. All Bears. All Bears. Um, is it too early to be talking about Nagy being fired? I mean, yes. I don't know. Everybody's talking about coaching and all that. And then just a quick um, little idea I had was probably that Adam Solly guy, a defensive mind from San Francisco, the defensive coordinator, bring him in, bring a defensive mind to Chicago and all that. But, um, I mean, is it too early? I don't know. I'll hang up and listen. Well, thanks for the call, Mike. I don't think it's too early. I think it's too early because I still think this team can make the playoffs. And if they make the playoffs, then they're not going to fire anybody. So until they don't make the playoffs, until they're mathematically eliminated, then you can start looking at at guys. That doesn't mean you can't talk about it, though. No, you can talk about it, but I'm not going to start, you know, scouting offensive and defensive coordinators to bring in. Listen, if you know it's wrong, then it's wrong. So it's never too early to me. If you know the fit is not right and that Matt Nagy's not the head coach that can take this team to the next level, then what, what do you mean? It can't be too early. 
But if I, you've determined, think about it. Two weeks ago, we had this conversation on the show. Mm-hmm. We talked about it. Matt Nagy's not going to get better as an offensive coach. Now, there is the small percentage that Bill Lazor and this offense has success, and then you can give credit to Nagy because the team overall will have more success, and he made the, the move to take himself out of the play calling, thus improving the team overall because of the offense improving based on his decision. And you can then say, okay, well, he made that decision, he's safe, this team's winning, nothing to worry about. Mm-hmm. If that doesn't work, then it's going to come back on Matt Nagy, and guess what? We've already determined two, three weeks ago that this guy's not a good head coach. He's not a good football coach at this point. And people talk about the room. They talk about, oh, players like playing for him. Eh, I don't always believe that stuff. It's fun for social media to do the booms. They got the boom videos a couple years ago. But listen, when you have a player in season ask for a trade, he's Mm -hmm. your best offensive player. He asked for a trade in season. You have Tariq Cohen on social media basically making fun of the offense during games because he's not with the team, but vocal on social media talking about how bad the offense is. You have former Bears come out and kind of throw some some shade at the head coach. And then you look at the fact that he's bad with timeouts. He's he's not a good schematic offensive mind at this moment in the NFL. The, The stats back that up. And then you you kind of piece everything together. He's not a very good head coach. So so how could you not be having the conversation about looking towards the future unless things turn around real quick? Look, I agree with you that I don't think Nagy is the answer moving forward. But it's a question of whether or not they're going to do anything. We can all want Matt Nagy to, or the Bears to part ways well, with Matt Nagy. Mike's question was, is it too early to think about it? No, it's not too early to think about it, but I still think it's not a reality until they're eliminated from the playoffs or unless they miss the playoffs. Because if they make the playoffs, they're not going to get rid of anybody. And he suggested Robert Saleh from the uh, from the 49ers, the defensive coordinator. I, I mean, I don't know how the Bears are going to go about their business, right? I don't know if this is going to be a situation where should they move on from Matt Nagy, if they completely clean house or they keep Chuck Pagano and they bring in, you know, like they go after Eric Bieniemy and make him the head coach and he brings in an offensive staff. Because you have a former head coach on the defensive side of the ball. Maybe they gauge his interest in coaching. I'm not interested in him being the the head coach, but if you want if they want him to stay on as defensive coordinator, he's got a top five defense. Why wouldn't you want him to stay? It was a top five defense before he was here. Okay. But don't you do you want a defensive minded head coach? With the Colts did not work out but, well. So I never said I wanted him. I'm saying are you would they would they suggest that he stays on I, and I'm, bring in I'm an offensive minded head coach. I'm suggesting they don't suggest that. To that, keep him on as defensive coordinator? No, to keep him on as a head coach. No, I'm saying if to they keep him on. as defensive coordinator and bring well, on another offensive minded head coach. If whoever you bring in here wants him, then that, that's up yeah, to that. That's going to be the problem. Well, the problem is too that now the past couple years, the past couple hirings, this front office has had the issue of saying, "Well, here's who you, we're pairing you with. Here's what we're doing. And if you want the job, take it. And if you don't, there's the door." James and Gurney, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, James? Hey, fellas, you guys are kicking butt. Hey, you both said the best. Offensive line, Dolly, but what is the one of the most – this offense with Andrew Reid, what, what, what is the one thing that's missing? I mean, if you look at Andrew Reid offense and you look at Peterson, what is the what is the highlight of both of them offenses? Sorry, what was that, James? Wait, can you guys hear me or not? Yeah, I got Go you. Go ahead, James. 
right, well, hey, really quickly, man, what's, what, is the, what is the highlight point of this offense? If you look at Reed and Peterson all the way through the, the tree of Andy Reed, who, what is it? What position? Tight ends. Tight there it is, man. The offensive line. Bally, you said it the best. Like you said it, where is it? This, that's what's killing me. Where is the tight end at? This is what the whole offense is predicated over, mm-hmm. and that's where it's at. I really think, I hope, I hope that Laser just takes that part of the offense and work, get these guys, get the running backs out on the linebackers, get these, get these tight ends out on the linebackers and the safeties, and, and we, we don't push the middle of the field for years. It's been years. I know Trey Burton and, and, and Adam were great, but now we got some talent. Jimmy, uh, but that kid's pretty good. So let's get these guys out with these linebackers and safeties, and let's predicate what this offense is about. So that's where I'm at. Offensive line, tight end. Thank you, Love James. Time. Thanks for the phone call. Appreciate I, it. I forget it, whether it was Laser or Filippo last week. They were asked about um, getting Cole Komet more involved, and Matt Nagy has said he's wanted to get Cole Komet more involved. And they said that they don't have tight end first plays so by the time Foles is going through his uh progression he's getting killed at the line so he has he doesn't have time to get to Cole Komet or Jimmy Graham on his progression shouldn't you come up with some plays yeah yes 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 you should yes that's what I'm getting at is Is yes is yes. that too hard to ask? I mean, one would, you know, maybe, too hard? I don't from know. An, from an offensive genius, is or that maybe too get hard the to... line to block, you know, an extra couple or, of seconds. Or is that only like a simpleton thinks of that? Well, maybe. Right, because he's an offensive genius, so maybe only simpletons think like, hey, let's Listen, throw it to the tight I mean, end look, first. You would, that's, that's how you think, but as an offensive genius, I'm thinking four or five steps ahead of you. So why would, yeah, if they're right, thinking I'm going to right. the tight end first, no, tight end's yeah. coming third. He's but always thinking of like the eighth play of a drive when the team is going three and out. You're playing checkers. See what I'm, saying? I'm playing 4D chess. Black and Abdallah here on ESPN 1000. It's the Points Bet Sportsbook pregame show. If you want to join the show, you can call us at 312 332 3776. Who's that one bear you're looking to step up tonight? Tell us next. Chicago's home for sports, talking Bears football. Back with more Bears insights after a timeout. ESPN 1000. Points Bet Sportsbook pregame show continues on Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. George in Old Town, you're figure, on ESPN 1000. Did you figure out the new Instagram? I think I did. Yeah. He's in here. Uh, Tyler and Eric producing tonight's show. Young's on on the, in the station. I had an old moment. Tyler there. goes, "Hey, where's wow. where? How do you post stories now on Instagram? I'm where's the to button? Find where I can? Where's the button? Post the story. Where's for the button? Black and Abdallah on Instagram. And I by hit the, way. the and I hit the button. And where's the, the button? Missing. It's gone. Where's I, the button? And then I'm looking for it, and I Have just can't find yet? my stories yet. I don't. I don't like reels. I just want to post my stories. I've actually clicked on the shop I, like twice while going into it. Do I don't want to shop. I've I've looked. I almost got. What me. am I shopping? Almost, that's what I'm saying. I wasn't trying to. I'm not buying anything on Instagram. Black and Abdallah here on ESPN 1000. Follow it's the points bet sports book pregame show. Bears Vikings. Oh, you mentioned me. Thanks, George in Old Town. You're on. E- I tried to post it. That's what I'm trying to do. They but posted. the buttons are all in different places on Instagram now. I, it's not that hard. They should really let us know before they change stuff. George in Old Town. You're you on ESPN 1000. Update. Can I get to George? 
Gentlemen, it's gentlemen, it's important that we have an old town surge with Cody White here coming on, sparking the offensive line tonight. I want a statement game from the Bears. I want to see some running. I want to see some excitement, and we got to send a message to the Packers that we're going to kick their butt in two weeks. Yeah, the division could still be the Bears, right, George? It can be if you know this is when they're supposed to shine national TV in front of all of our favorite fans. Thank you, George. Thank you for the phone call. We'll talk to you soon, all right? Okay, my friends. Thank you. Let's go Scott in South Elgin. Scott, you're on ESPN 1000. Show those Packers. Hey, what's happening, gentlemen? Happy Bears Monday. Bears. 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 All right, so one guy I'd like to see step up, my first point, will be uh, Cordero Patterson. Um, I mean, this is one of the most electric, fastest players on the field. It'd be nice to see if Bill Lazor can find a way to get him involved in maybe a way Matt Nagy could not second point I wanted to make is you lose this game, you might as well just lose out because the one trend in this league, no matter who your coach is, look at look at New England. They don't have a quarterback. If you lose out, if you start losing games and compiling these losses, you can get a guy like a Zach Wilson. That man is completing 80% of his passes. He's absolutely falling out this year. But you're not going to get him if you finish in football hell at 8 and 8 or 7 and 9. So as, as much of a Bears fan as I am and as much as I love to see him do well, if you lose tonight, you might as well just go on ahead and lose out. I'll hang out and listen. I'll hang up. Thank you, Scott. Appreciate the phone call. I mean, here's the deal. Tonight entering this game, the Bears are 5 and 4. They're 8th in the NFC. They are behind Seattle, who are, who's the 7th team at 6 and 3. The Rams, who are the sixth team at six and three, and the Bucks, that are the fifth team at seven and three. Can the Bears catch Seattle, Tampa Bay, the Rams? They lost to the Rams to beat the Bucks. Seattle, they don't play. Mm-hmm. Well, I think you'll you'll find out tonight how the rest of the season is going to go, right? Because if they lose and they look bad and there's no improvement on offense and they, they lose this game to the Vikings then looking at their schedule, they might only win two more games and be 7-9 and and miss out on the playoffs because that's not getting you in. Now, if they win and you beat Minnesota, you can maybe beat them again and beat Detroit and beat Houston and beat Jacksonville and only lose those two more Green Bay games, then you can can probably get into the playoffs. Here's what's interesting. Seattle is interesting. They play on Thursday night football this week. Mm Against the Cardinals. They host that game. The last two weeks, remember what we were were saying here like four weeks ago, saying that Seattle is one of the three best teams in the NFL. Right? We give our five best teams each week throughout the football season on Black and Abdallah, Mm -hmm. and we both had Seattle up at the top. Fast forward three weeks, they lose to Buffalo, they give up 44 points. They lose yesterday to the Rams, give up 23. They only score 16. Like, we thought Seattle was really good. Clearly, the, their defense is not. So if you can play Seattle in a game where you can control defensively the way the game is kind of flowing, you, you have a chance to beat them because you can score points on them. They play the Cardinals this week. The Cardinals have already beaten Seattle. Is Seattle a team that the Bears could catch? Now, the Bears would have to win tonight. And the, the Bears do have a couple of games on the schedule that I do think are winnable. Jacksonville, Detroit, they'll get the Vikings again, and we know Houston is no good, right? So, like, 
there are games that the Bears could stack some wins. And I wonder if the schedule being tough for Seattle, uh, I look ahead. They do have the Giants, the Jets, gonna say, the Eagles, tough. the football team. Okay, uh, never mind. Seattle's going to win a whole bunch of I games. mean, they play, the, they play the Cardinals, which they could lose, like you mentioned. They play yeah, the Rams. Yeah, but don't even go through the schedule because it's all, it's all soft. They play the Rams and the yeah, Giants, the, Jets, yeah. football team, 49ers. Yeah end the season. I mean, yeah. that's a really easy schedule for yeah. Seattle. So, yeah. I mean, it's going to be tough. The Bears are going to have to take care of business. It starts tonight against the Vikings. Justin LaGrange, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Justin? Hey, what's up? How's everybody doing tonight? Good, man. What do you think about tonight's game? Uh, tonight's game, I think it's just like everybody's saying, a must-win game. But I do want to say, the person I expect and I really want to see step up today is Jimmy Graham. I mean, that dude... Ever since he tried to get that money as a wide receiver from the Saints, I think once he didn't, every attribute he had that raised him and made him that elite player, he lost it, man. I just need him to step up, especially if Nick Foles going to look at him first every play. Catch the ball, run somebody over. Please. Yeah, I think he's going to be a big asset in the red zone tonight. You know, I, we talked about uh, the Vikings in their 29th in passing defense in DVOA against number one wide receivers. Well, when you get inside the 20, you know, Jimmy Graham has that size advantage against those their corners that haven't uh, that haven't performed well as of late. And so I think he can look for him in the red zone. That's why he was brought here. He has he's had a few touchdowns, but he hasn't been worth the money for the little production because you don't get production out of him for you know for eighty yards of the field. You only get production once he's inside the red zone. So he's not, you know, Foles doesn't really have that go-to guy that you can, you know, other than than Allen Robinson occasionally. But Allen Robinson in third down situations hasn't really been that reliable this season. I think he's only had like five catches on third down or something like that. So he hasn't been reliable. You need that guy that you know is going to get you. If you need three yards or two yards on third down, you know that you can go to unless you're running, you know, Cordell Patterson. And to uh, a caller we had a couple minutes ago said, I hope they find new ways to use Cordell Patterson. No, I hope they find less ways to use Cordell Patterson. Stop using Cordell Patterson. Why are we using Cordero Patterson so much? Yeah, and, and that's not something I'm looking forward to. That, that would be something that I would say that you remove those plays from the playbook. Yeah. They, they don't help you offensively. 312-332-3776. Like, if I'm Bill Lazer, I'm sitting there mm-hmm. and I, I get the menu out, right? I get the Denny's menu out. Uh, and I sit the there and I've, got the, and I've got the Sharpie out and I, I'm sitting there and I'm going, nope, nope, nope. Nope. What, what nope. do you got over there for nope. 31? You got nope. anything uh, nope. creative for 31? Nope. How about a toss to Cordero Patterson out wide? <laughs> nope. Nope. That's a nope. big That's Sharpie's nope. bleeding through the page nope. at this point. Nope. How many times has taken out that out? Pages behind no. it. So, no. You need to get rid of those dumb plays. Let me ask you this. Uh, as we head into this game for the Vikings, Dalvin Cook has had a fantastic season. He's uh, rushed the ball 144 times for 858 yards and 12 touchdowns. He's averaging six yards per carry. And I know that the Vikings at this point, they're only three and five. So I think it's a little ridiculous to suggest that someone could be an MVP candidate from a team that's losing, likely not to make the playoffs. Dalvin Cook at this moment is playing like the best running back in the National Football League. If the Vikings find a way to crawl out of sub-500 territory and they they make a case to, to get back into the hunt for the playoffs in the NFC, could you see Dalvin Cook being a candidate for MVP? I'm trying to think of the other options. We know it's going to be Patrick Mahomes, right? What are you, what are you staring no, go at through, me for? Go through, go through your, go through no, your guys. Go through your guys. No, what was that look Did for? Did you see 
Kyler Murray play yesterday? I was going to say Kyler Murray That's next. I was waiting. Okay. Okay. So okay. Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Do you think I didn't have thoughts? I don't know. That? I don't know. Maybe you forgot what you're, you're saying. Dalvin Cook. Well, no, I'm, I'm He's saying... He's had a few good games. Go to ESPN.com. Courtney Cronin has an article about Dalvin Cook as a possible MVP candidate. That's okay. why I'm asking you about There's it. A lot I of didn't possible can- There's a lot of possible candidates. He's not going to win. Okay. Is Tyler- he even the most valuable running back, though? Like, I would say Alvin Kamara is. Yeah, sure. The point Same is... McCaffrey's more valuable. The point is, I'm asking you because the Bears are playing the Vikings. Okay. Tonight. Okay. And, and the I'm Bears telling need you, to stop Dalvin and Cook. And I'm telling you, and I'm telling you, that Dalvin Cook... Against bad defenses, yeah. eats them up. Against I, good defenses, I don't disagree. Against, hold on, against middle of the road defenses are better. Can't do anything. He's had two games against defenses that are fifteenth or better in DVOA. Fifteen and a half carries per game, sixty-four yards, four yards per carry, and one touchdown. Oh yeah, that's uh, it. Against the Colts back in September, uh, fourteen carries, sixty-three yards. He did have a touchdown, but only sixty-three yards. Uh, Seattle doesn't have a good defense. So who else is on there? Who else on this list is a good defense? They only play the Colts. That's good. Tennessee, garbage. Houston, not very good. Seattle, not good. Detroit, not good. Green Bay, not good. Yeah, so, I mean, he's played bad defenses to this point. So, I think the Colts is the closest to the, the to the comp. They lose that game 28-11. Mm-hmm. The Colts blew him out in that contest, and he really didn't have a fact. He didn't factor into it. Okay, so he only shows up against bad defenses. Okay. So you're saying no, he shouldn't be considered for no. an MVP. No. Okay, uh, Tyler and Eric, do you think Abdallah didn't think I had a thought past Delvin Cook and Patrick Mahomes for that conversation? Yes or no? Tyler, go ahead. I think you had more thoughts past the two, yes. Well, yeah, because he probably could have said Russell Wilson. Eric, Eric? I mean, of course he did. Of course Chris had more to it. I think he probably had Russell Wilson. I don't think he was going to say Kyler Murray until I said it. Did you I'm not see Kyler back. play yesterday? Dalvin Cook is 33-1 to 1 for the MVP. 33-1. to 1. It, Let me guess. Wait, who is that? Is he, is he the highest non-quarterback on the list? Yes, he is. So take How that. many quarterbacks How are listed ahead of him? How about that? 10 to the, 10 to the 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, six, 6, 7. seven, yeah, seven quarterbacks. Yeah, it's a quarterback eight. league. He's eight. Okay, then he's not winning it. It's a quarterback well, I, league. I know it's not, but 33-1. to 1. He's the highest... Ranked non-quarterback player to be on the MVP list. Shout out to PointsBet. PointsBet Sportsbook. I'd put Dak Prescott ahead of him. It's a PointsBet Sportsbook pregame show. Bears and the Vikings. You know why, right? Because they're so bad when he's not playing. He's clearly the most valuable. More, more, more coming up on the PointsBet Sportsbook pregame show. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000. He's not playing. Bears football. We're heading to kickoff on the Points Bet Sportsbook pregame show. On Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000. Before 7 o'clock, we have a $300 game day package, the points bet, for you, a chance to win at 312-332-3776. Don't call now, but when we tell you to call before 7 o'clock, be caller number 10, and you could win that $300 game day package. 
$100 in on-site wagers and horse racing, $100 in on-site wagers on sports, a VIP gift bag and complimentary horse racing programs for the group. Uh, you must be 21 or older and you must reside in Illinois. Uh, and uh, you could also uh, get all our contest rules at ESPN Chicago Contest. Com. So points bet pregame show. We have a $300 game day package to give away. Caller 10 when we tell you before 7 o'clock right here on the points bet sports book pregame show. Black and Abdallah previewing Bears and Vikings right here on ESPN 1000. So when we look at the week that was for Matt Nagy leading into this game, the Bears lose uh, last week and, and they head into the new week of of this uh, Monday night football game against a division rival. And Matt Nagy in this offense is failing. They are one of the worst in the league. They are a laughing stock around the National Football League, and they can't put up points. They can't gain yardage. They can't do it through the air. They don't run the football. They have a quarterback who has proven time and time again he is not a stellar starter in the league. He's a good backup. But really, when he gets the keys to the car, he takes the car nowhere, or he... he takes it directly into a ditch and and something that we talked about earlier in the week was Matt Nagy being a hyped offensive mind coming into this season coming into his career with the Chicago Bears but then basically fizzling out to be an absolute dud and that's what we've seen as Bears fans to this point I called him the crystal Pepsi of uh football coaches right because crystal pepsi a lot of hype coming into the early 90s it was a product from pepsi it was going to be a healthier product because it was clear that was the idea in the early 90s and and when it hit shelves no one bought it and within two years crystal pepsi was off store shelves because it didn't work out there are lots of different products throughout time that have come out with a lot of hype we talked about the zune Remember Microsoft Zune? It was a digital uh, music player that played MP3s. It was going to be the next big thing until the iPod came along and eliminated the Zune. Mm -hmm. There are products like this all the time. We saw something earlier this year. Quibi was going to... What's Quibi? It was a a company... It was an app for your phone that would give you programming directly to your phone that you could watch shows that were under six minutes long, Mm -hmm. and it was shot so you could look at your phone in a vertical setting and watch the programming. It was was a big deal. Lots of investors poured money into it. There were big names in Hollywood Mm -hmm. attached to it. Title. Quibi lasted all of six months, Mm -hmm. and it is already folded, and all the investors have lost their money. Title, Jay-Z's music streaming service. Everyone had to get it, right? Because it's the only way you could get that new Beyonce album. Like a week before everybody else That new Kanye album. The only way you could get it back when you wanted to listen to Kanye, you could get it on Title. Title. Does anyone use Title now? No. No. I I use a different email to sign up for it when I want to hear a new Jay-Z album. (laughs) So we we talked a lot about Matt Nagy because I think the question is valid. Is he actually an offensive mastermind? Can he figure out an offense? Can he actually score points in the National Football League? This team has had a poor scoring offense for the last three seasons. And on Friday, Matt Nagy met the media and he told us this. You know, before we get started, I just wanted to, I know... One of the things that we've been discussing all week is, uh, you know, you guys have talked about is the the play calling. And I just wanted to let everybody know that, you know, I made the decision to go ahead and pass up the play calling and I'm going to give it to, to Bill Lazor. So it's a decision that, that I made. We've been talking about as a staff. And I, I said to you guys the last couple of days, keeping it internal. And a lot of that was for um, 
really the idea for us to collaborate as to where we're at and how, how can we be better as a, as a staff? How can we be better as a team? And as you all know, um, you know, it's very, very important for me um, to make sure that I'm doing everything I possibly can to, to make the best decision for the Chicago Bears. And I think right now, that's where we're at. It allows me to, um, to, be, to, to really look at all three phases from the head coaching position, you know, and, and focus on that. Um, I've been a part of this before this situation at, at other teams and, and really have focused on the positive that, that have come from it. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm excited to, to, uh, to, to let Bill take this over and, and he has experience in this role. I think he's going to do a great job and it's something that, uh, for us, um, it, it's going to, it's going to be, you know, um, something that we all just decided together, like, Hey, let's go. And, and so it's, it's a lot, I think it shows the belief too, that I have, and that we have in the coaching staff. So I just wanted to make sure that you all know that you have that. I think it's important. So that's Friday. Matt Nagy gives up play calling. Bill Lazor will be calling the plays tonight for the offense. It's the Points Bet Sportsbook pregame show. Points Bet Sportsbook is the fast and easy way to bet. Download the Points Bet app now. Let's go to Ben on the south side. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Ben? Hey, what's up, guys? What's going so on? My, my thought on on everything that's been going on in the last week is, Nagy needs to get out of his own way. Manage the game, be the head coach, and let your – either impose your will, and if your offense doesn't work, then you adapt to your players and, and let that work for you. Stop trying to overthink everything. It's football's real simple. It's, it's three, three downs and ten yards, first down. Yeah, yeah, he's right. I think that, and look, I think that when you watch good head coaches that (laughs) don't call plays, they're sitting there and they're observing everything that's going on. You know, they're they're observing that um, that Javon Wims might go out there and punch a dude in the face. You know, like they're observing certain things and they're not because they're not buried in. The play sheet. They're not thinking about, oh, well, now I need to call this timeout here and I need to do this, but first I got to get this play in to Nick or else he's not going to get it in time. And, you know, he's thinking about all those things. If you take all that responsibility away and you're just focusing on everything else that's going around, this isn't working. Let's adjust it this in halftime. That didn't work. Well, maybe that worked, but we couldn't get the receiver open, so let's adjust to this. Like, you can make adjustments easier when you're not sitting there buried in the playbook trying to call plays every single th- every single down. Ben, are you still there? Did you have more to say? You, be head coach. Instead of be you, be head coach. Yes, agree, agreed, Ben, agreed. <laughs> All right, fellas. Well, we'll see what goes on tonight. Thank you, Ben. We will. Let's go to Rich in Oak Park. Rich, you're on ESPN 1000. Hey, hey, how's it going? Good, man. Uh, What's up? Uh, now, remember uh, about two weeks ago, uh, I told Black that yep. they wouldn't win another game? Uh-huh. Uh, now... Here's the thing. See, I, I I don't like that because I was at the Bears family uh, gathering they used to have back in the day. I have uh, took a picture uh, with all of the Bears players and got all of their autographs. So I, I, I love the Bears. But here's the thing. Pace sees the same mess that we see. He, if they don't fire him, and, and that would be uh, hard-pressed not to, but if they don't fire him, then I I can pretty much well guarantee that if 
we get to about the 10th pick, I can pretty much guarantee you he'll move up and get a quarterback because it's about four teams, maybe three, that don't uh, that won't get that far. They keep losing. But here's the, here's the point. Here's the point. We need to tank, but not tank. You know what I mean? Maybe maybe win maybe one or two games more, and and let that be it. So we get this team isn't going to the Super Bowl. They're not going to the playoffs. They're not going anywhere. So I mean, we may as well face facts and then see that'll wake paced up because. He moved up to get Trubisky, right? Right. Yes. So, so that's probably what he's looking forward to. Now, he's not looking forward to losing his job. Don't get me wrong. But he sees this garbage. He knows it. So if we kind of do that, I believe we can get back in the game. The defense does have probably about another year left. So, so we can get one of them stud rookie quarterbacks like Burrow or, or uh, Tua or uh, one of those guys. And, and I believe that we, we'd be pretty good from there. All right. I love you guys. Uh, Have a great show. Thanks, Rich. Appreciate it. I I like that. Tank to not tank to tank. Is that what? Was that it? Some 4D chess right there, man. Right? Like, you got to tank to, Mm -hmm. or don't tank to Mm -hmm. tank. Mm -hmm. I think that's, I think that's what we have. More football talk is near. The Points Bet Sportsbook pregame show. On Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. Continuing, continuing, continuing Bears coverage. Follow us on Twitter at ESPN1000. Follow us on Instagram at ESPN underscore Chicago. And we have more Bears right now. The Points Bet Sportsbook pregame show on Chicago's home for sports. ESPN1000. <laughs> It's the Points Bet Sportsbook pregame show. Remember, before 7 o'clock, we will tell you to be caller 10. Don't call now. We will tell you before 7 o'clock, you could win a $300 game day package to Points Bet Sportsbook. Teddy Greenstein works for Points Bet Sportsbook, and he joins the show right now. Where is the money coming in for tonight's game, Teddy? The line opened at 2.5 points, and it has risen to 3.5 in some books. Points bet is held firm at three, despite a bit more of the bets in handle, 55% being wagered on the Vikings. Our total is 44, and quite surprisingly, we're seeing more action on the over. Maybe people are aware of Cheryl Scott's forecast for a lovely night on the lakefront. Points bet is also offering two super boosters. Any QB to throw three or more touchdown passes has been elevated from plus 130 to plus 160. And this one is juicy, though maybe more for Vikings fans. Dalvin Cook's odds of reaching the end zone have been boosted from minus 239 to minus 159. Great value there considering he has scored 13 touchdowns in seven games this season. Overall, points bet is offering 220 ways to bet this game. So check us out. That's Tay Greenstein from Points Bet Sportsbook, the fast and easy way to bet on the sports you care about. Download the Points Bet app now and get $100 in free bets when you deposit 20 with the code ESPN. How are you looking to bet this game tonight? Bears and Vikings on the lakefront. So I like the Bears at plus three. Uh, if you want to bet them on the money line, you can get that at plus 152. Ooh, if you think baby. they're going to win outright, maybe a little money line sprinkle. Um, I like, given the given the, the stats that I gave you, I like, hold on, I like Dalvin Cook under 90 and a half yards tonight. 
I under. agree. I'm with you. I agree. Yeah. Under. Uh, if you, if you think that the uh, we, that the the betting market has any faith in the uh, Bears, you thought wrong. They just have Cordell Patterson listed at uh, 19 and a half rushing yards. Oh. Uh, so stellar. What about is Lamar Miller? He's not we, listed on here. Do we have no. a uh, what about Allen Robinson as far as receptions? touchdowns is there anything i could play with the bears star wide receiver alan robinson is at 71 and a half yards right now i like the over on that i think the bear i think if if the bears are going to move the ball and win it's going to be through the air because we know how they do uh how they how they do in the um rushing the ball and obviously points bet does too um as far as touchdowns goes touchdowns goes I'm scrolling through the app. There's so, like you mentioned, there's so many uh, wagers on here. So, Allen Robinson, any, a first touchdown uh, score is plus seven fifty, and Allen Robinson anytime touchdown score is plus one thirty. Oh, okay, I like that. I, I think Allen Robinson's going to have a game tonight. I think so too. So, I like that anytime touchdown. But first touchdown is is, is kind of fluky. Like anybody can get, and then you just ruin your whole night. Anytime, anytime means it, you got the whole game. Is there a Cole Komet uh, first, first first touchdown? First, there? didn't we Cole play that last Komet. time we, we hosted the show before we a Bears did, game? And he is thirty-five to one. All right, all right. Thirty-five to one. Uh, first touchdown. Anytime touchdown for Cole Komet is seven to one. Okay, all right. I, that's. Is there anything else you're thinking about throughout the game as we look at some prop bets? Brought to you by PointsBet Sportsbook, the fast and easy way to bet. Download the PointsBet app now. Um, I'm intrigued by this this total. So the total is 44. And the last, I believe, six Vikings games have gone over uh, the total. And if you look at, now I'm looking at a different app. Now I'm looking at my weather app. And I'm looking at the wind. I'm looking at the wind. It's supposed to be nice out there. It's supposed to be 12 uh, miles an hour. In the wind, but the gusts, the possibility for gusts can go anywhere from 21 to 31 miles an hour as far as gusts go. So if you're worried about, you know, the ball and, and you know, and, uh, and then airing it out, then maybe you'd try towards the under. But I think that this is going to just creep and continue to creep towards the over. So my my final score that I'm going to give is going to have an over attached to okay. it. Okay. Zach tweets the show at Adam A. Abdallah and at Chris Black. Dalvin Cook over 16 and a half reception yards. Easy money. Over the 16 and a half reception yards. I would assume that is on a screenplay, a yeah. couple of screenplays. Mm-hmm. Dalvin Cook pretty mm-hmm. good with that. And that Minnesota uh, offensive line getting out in front for Cook, blocking down the field. But that's where we're going to have to see, like, Roquan Smith, yep. Danger Trevathan. We're going to have to see also the corners and the safeties tackle well. Get in there and take down Dalvin Cook tonight. I will tell Zach this, that the Bears are top three in defensive DVOA against running back receptions. Interesting. So I'll tell Zach that. I'll tell Zach that. That's a very low yardage total. He heard you. But but I will tell Zach that. Points Bet Sportsbook, the fast and easy way to bet on the sports you care about. Josh in Hammond, Indiana. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Josh? What's going on? Uh, You know, I always feel like... And it happened with my high school. My high school football coach would try to call plays. He's a great, great coach, but he didn't have the view from the field where you should be to call the plays, the eagle eye, I call it. So you can see where the corners are at, where the DBs are at. Maybe next time you call a different play. I think if you're calling plays, you should be up. 
and not down on the field. Interesting. Thanks mm. for the call, Josh. Yeah, you know, it's... I wonder where Laser will be, because usually he's up, isn't he? Yeah, you know, I get calls like Josh suggesting that, but we've seen plenty of times, you know, like Eric Bieniemy is on the sideline next to Andy Reid. Mm-hmm. We, you know, Kyle Shanahan, people say that he is the absolute best schematic offensive coach in football. He's on the sideline. He's the head coach. He's right there in the action. But we have seen in the past guys who are up in the booth calling the plays as well. I understand the idea there, maybe suggesting that the reason Nagy is not good as an offensive play caller is because of his vantage point. But I think there are many cases that could suggest positive and negative based on like it's worked on the sideline and it's worked up in the booth yeah it's whatever works like yeah if I, you it's, I'm not it's that, based on the results you get right? i'm not gonna if if laser's not on the sideline and he's up in the booth and i'd be like well that's the reason they lost because he's not on the sideline no yeah i i agree with you 100 percent. it's not like the like the headset that's in Foles's uh helmet it's not like it takes longer if he's up in the booth than if he's on the sideline. Like, it's not like a carrier pigeon has to fly in the plays. So it's whatever whatever makes it easier for the relationship to work when Fol- it comes to Foles is on the field. He's like, wait, I, I can't I can't hear. All right, guys, we're going with our stuff. Here's what we're doing. You know, Laser doesn't know what he's doing. Nagy doesn't know what he's yeah. doing. Now that, that Laser's up in the booth, I can pretend like I can't hear. All right, guys, this is what we're doing. Uh, A-Rob, you go deep. Uh, Mooney, you go deep. Yeah. Uh, Miller, come across the in front of me five yards in front the linebacker we're going to dump it off to you hey commit how about we use you every once in a while uh cordero patterson go sit go sit on the bench delay game on the offense (laughs) they're they're all like trying to figure out the play in the huddle all right (laughs) now caller 10 at 312-332-3776 call now caller 10 you win a 300 dollars game day package the points bet sports book you get $100 on-site wagers in horse racing, $100 in on-site wagers on sports, a VIP gift bag, complimentary horse racing programs for the group. Caller 10-312-332-3776. You must be 21 or older, and you must be a resident of Illinois. You can get all the official contest rules uh, here at ESPN 1000 at ESPNChicagoContest.com. Coming up in two minutes, I have five things for us to watch in tonight's game. We will give you five things to keep your eyes on in tonight's game. That's coming up in two minutes right here on the Points Bet Sportsbook pregame show. Chicago's home for sports, talking Bears football. Back with more Bears insights after a timeout. ESPN 1000. Now, the Points Bet Sportsbook pregame show continues. On Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. Shout out to Dan in LaGrange. Danny boy. Dan in LaGrange. He wins the $300 game day package, the points bet sports book, $100 in on-site wagers and horse racing, $100 in on-site wagers and sports, a VIP gift bag, complimentary horse racing programs for the group. How about Dan in LaGrange? He wins the $300 package from points bet sports book. This mm-hmm. is the points bet sports book bears pregame show, getting you ready for bears and Vikings on the lakefront tonight. 
The Bears are five and four. The Vikings are three and five. This is a big matchup for the Chicago Bears because not only is it a divisional game, they have a chance to stay on pace to keep playoff hopes alive. And that's just what we're looking for here as Bears fans. Do any of us really think that this team can win a Super Bowl? The answer is probably no, right? No one's walking around thinking that this is a Super Bowl team. But having hopes to keep the playoffs alive, I think, is still important in this season. Look, the division is still in play. I know you're you're two games out, but the division's the division is still in play. The Packers are seven and two. Guess who you play two more times? The Packers. You have exactly. them next after the bye. You still have to play the Vikings one more time. You still have to play the Lions one more time. There is a there is a scenario where the Bears can win the division, and there's a scenario where the Bears could still come in last place in the division. Because the Lions, the, the Vikings still are not out of it either. Yeah, the Vikings and the Lions, and, and what we're kind of looking at is, do you remember way back before uh, the summer ended and we were doing all that preview stuff for the NFL season mm-hmm. and all the projections and uh, football outsiders released their almanac for this 2020 NFL season? And what did they suggest? That the entire NFC North was going to be a sloppy mess jumbled together. Yeah. Basically, they suggested, their algorithm suggested that every team in the NFC North would be somewhere between 8-8 eight and eight and 8-8, eight and eight, mm-hmm. right? Like, it was different variations of 8-8. Eight and eight. It was like 7.9 to 8.1 to, you know what I'm saying? Like that, and So they had the Lions, the Vikings, Bears, and Packers all relatively close and it was the closest division in all of football when you look top to bottom, best to worst teams. So everyone is still alive at this moment, and tonight is a huge game for the Chicago Bears. Absolutely. You have to, I would say it's must win if you want to keep the season alive, at least in the locker room and in the minds of the players and, and, and us here at the station. But if you look at the Packers' schedule, they still have the Colts, obviously the Bears, the Eagles, the Lions, the Panthers, Titans, and the Bears again. So there's still some tough games ahead. For the Packers, if you can play the Packers tough and get one or two of those wins, then the division is still up. You should be looking at this if you're a Bears player, if you're Matt Nagy, if you're on the coaching staff. They can still win the division. Don't just try to sneak in with a wild card. The division is still in play. So the tonight it starts tonight. Tonight is a must win for them if they want to uh, have to have a win. You gotta score points. All Listen, right, Bill Laser, score, let's yeah. go. Let's yeah. get some no points. No pressure, but you know, score. All right, five things I'm looking at uh, when we look at tonight's game: Bears and Vikings. Number one, the Vikings have one of the best offenses in football. Well, that sink in. I, I don't think a lot of people know this that the Vikings are number one in yards per play this season in the NFL. They're fourth in rushing yards per game. And they're number one in yards per pass attempt. So Kirk Cousins, even though you may think he stinks, I'm not saying you, but I'm saying the Bears fan that's out there, mm-hmm. he does challenge the ball downfield, and he pushes the ball downfield, and this Vikings offense racks up a lot of yards, the most yards in the National Football League. That's the first thing I'm looking at. Yeah, and I think that comes down to Dalvin Cook and you know him coming back and having some monster games. But just remember that they... Uh, he doesn't perform well against top-tier defenses. And the Bears have a top-tier defense. And in a few games that he's faced top-tier defenses, he's averaged 64 yards uh, per game, 4-point yards per carry, and only had one touchdown. So if they can contain Dalvin Cook that might be the, and get to Kirk Cousins, that might be the key to stopping that potent offense. Number two, things I'm looking forward to in tonight's game. We mentioned the positive offensive stats for the Minnesota Vikings. Well, number two, Kirk Cousins, because he's Kirk Cousins, gives the football away. He's tied for second with Russell Wilson and Drew Locke with 10 interceptions coming into tonight's matchup. So 
Kirk Cousins, in my number one key that I'm looking at, he pushes the football down the field. Number one in pass yards per pass attempt. But he's number two in interceptions. So the key here is that Kyle Fuller, Jalen Johnson, Eddie Jackson, take advantage. Let's get a couple of interceptions on Kirk Cousins tonight from the Bears secondary. Well, it starts up front, though. Can I, can I get a Khalil Mack? Can I get an Akeem Hicks? Can I get a Robert Quinn sack? Can, can, can Robert Quinn show up to a game? Is he there? Is he at Soldier Field? I, I, I've seen him in uniform. Mm-hmm. Can I go full meathead on you? Yeah. Where's this Robert Quinn Where guy we he? gave all this money Where's to? Quinn? You know, I, every week I see I, I You know, you know I, this Leonard Fournette stinks, but now we've got this Quinn. I see Floyd out there. He's got three sacks and all these pass breakups and all these tackles for a you loss. You know, I Where's heard with guy? Leonard Floyd, he had no butt. Where's There's our no guy? rear end there. He had no weight. You know what all I see is more from Robert Quinn? Too much butt. So now you go from not enough butt to too much butt. What are we going to do here? Did I break you? <laughs> I, bro- I broke him. Number three. <laughs> too much butt. What do you guys think about that? Too much butt there? Uh, no butt? Too much butt? I mean, if we're we doing good? meatball bears, bring back Jordan Howard. He's oh, a free no, agent. No, Jordan Howard. Get out of here. The only Jordan thing I Howard. want too much butt of is my pork butt. I've been marinating all yep, day yep, for this game here. marinating on the pork, pork butt. butt. Yep, yep, yep. Tyler, pork butt? Yep, too much butt. Number three, the Bears need to. This is still, like this is the most obvious thing on the face of the planet, Run right? the ball. Run the football. All right, against the Rams, 17 carries for 49 yards. Against the Saints, 23 carries for 96 yards. Against the Titans, 20 carries for 56 yards. No David Montgomery doesn't change my idea. Lamar Miller is in. Run the football. You know, Chris, I'm watching this game here, and, 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 uh, you know, the last time they had a good uh, rushing attack, they had Jordan Howard on the field. He's on the scrap heap now. Might be worth a look. Might be worth a look. Just that saying. Scrap heap is totally a that guy saying, right? <laughs> scrap heap yeah, might be yeah, worth a look. Yeah. Like, you're not just going to sign it? No, nah, it might no, be worth a look. Might be worth a look. Uh, number four, things I'm looking forward to in tonight's Bears game. It's Black and Abdallah here on the Points Bet Sportsbook pregame show, previewing Bears and Vikings. Number four, Vikings games go over. Did you know this? I do. The Vikings this season on overs, Uh you touched on this just a second ago. Mm -hmm. The Vikings games go over. They're 6-2 in overs this season, Mm -hmm. tied for fourth in the National Football League. Tonight's over-under is at Mm 43.5. The Bears, though, 66% of the time this season, their games have gone under. Oh, no. So so to me, the key out of this uh, notable stat is that the Vikings score points to go with their offense that racks up the yardage. The Bears need to score some points tonight, and you need to push this game over for the Bears to to win. You can't play under and hope that the Bears' defense just holds the Vikings and you win 13-10. you got to find a way to get up to 20 points at least. Can I get an alternate total? Can I bet an alternate total? What do you want on the alternate? Go for it. I mean, you know, that's a lot of of points, Chris. That's a lot of points. I know. I'm just saying. That's a lot of points. You got laser now. You got the laser, not the the naggy with the the Denny's. It should have been laser focused on running the ball, huh? Huh? Number five. Keys looking forward to tonight's Bears and Vikings game. Final key. Final key. (laughs) On the last three games, Nick Foles has been bad. Mm. Four touchdowns, three interceptions. He's been sacked 12 times. Here's the key. He needs to play well tonight. He needs to outplay Kirk Cousins. Can Nick Foles tonight outplay Kirk Cousins? Yes, I think he can. As long as the 
offensive line gives him enough time to go through his progressions and they can set up play action. They use play action almost never because it's just not available. It's just not there. So, well, when when you're not actually trying to run the football, yeah. you can't fake like you're running the football to then open up the passing game. Mm-hmm. Agreed. It and makes so perfect I think, sense. And because of that, I think you need to try to rely on that a little more. And maybe we'll see that with Bill Lazor. But yes, I think he can outplay. This is also a a a, uh, a point for the Bears defense. I think that he can outplay Kirk Cousins because of the trouble the Bears defense is going to give Kirk Cousins. And Abdallah's tip about play action is Tito's tip of the game for tonight's Bears and Vikings my matchup. Tito's tip for the game. His is a- Tito's tip of the game. It's brought to you by Tito's Handmade Vodka, America's craft Original Craft Vodka. Let's try that again. Tito's Handmade Vodka, America's Original Craft Vodka. Abdallah suggesting that the Bears use play action tonight to free up Nick Foles down the field in this Bears offense. My main tip is to load up on that Tito's because it might be a long game. Oh, I have, I, yes, I agree. It might be a Tito's Tuesday if they don't, uh, they don't win this game <laughs> yeah yeah it, it may I, yes we i think we'll need a, a double shot of tito's at some point tonight jake in geneva you're on espn 1000 what's up jake hey there jake hey, how we doing guys we're good man good good hey i think i got an answer to that alternate spread you were asking about so i'm playing a teaser tonight uh i like bears money line but the over under kind of scared me so i got bears plus nine under 50.5 what are your guys thoughts on that oh, i like that play I think the Bears are going to keep this close. So I, I like I like what you're doing there, and I think there will be some points tonight, Jake. Yeah, I, I like it too. The under 50. So if you get like if you get the problem is if you get like a 27-24. Yeah, but how how likely is that with this offense? I think they'll the score idea- 27. Maybe 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 you're getting half those points from the defense. Uh, yeah, that's tough. All right, so what's your final projection for My tonight's final game? final score. Final score. Final score. 24-21 Bears. Wow, okay, all right. 24-21 Bears. Field, field goal for Kairos Santos to win it. I'm going to give you 22-17 Bears. What are you, J.D.? What do you mean? You're giving me a weird state. What are you in a safety? Hey, tonight getting- feels weird. There's orange jerseys on the field. The Bears, you know, like a I, night I don't game, have this. I don't field. have this uh, stat available, but yeah. the Bears are undefeated when they wear the orange jerseys. Are they? I, I mean, I think. So you think. Are they? I, I don't know. Coming I don't up- think we have enough time to look it up. So, yes, they are. Coming up next, Spain and Fitz. They'll take you the rest of the night here on ESPN 1000. We'll be back tomorrow night from 6 to 8 right here on ESPN 1000. And tomorrow at 2 with Waddle and Sylvie. We'll talk to you then. Go Bears. Chicago's home for sports. Talking Bears football. Back with more Bears insights after a timeout. ESPN 1000.